even if my views drop by maybe 5% or something, I, I get scared. I'm like, oh, this is the end. I'm, I'm becoming, becoming irrelevant. irrelevant. <laughs> <laughs> uh, people, people don't like me anymore. Oh, my God. We are rolling. We are back on the podcast. We're on air. I'm Georgia. And I'm Lily. And you're listening to G Thanks, the Spotify original podcast. So recently um, there's been this video, this this music going around called WAP. The WAP. I, I, Waffles and pancakes. I sound like a big old Karen descent. There's been this this trend called the WAP. Um, <laughs> you know the kids' bop version? It's like waffles and pancakes. Waffles and pan. That's our waffles and pancakes. That's um, what we're going to be referring to. Yeah, just in case there are any young people listening. So I just find this really interesting because I watched the video. At first, my initial reaction was shocked and a bit like, whoa, that's in your face. But then I realised that's what it's supposed to do. There's a shock element that they've put in there and I realised it's – it's kind of like I, th- I think they're trying to do like a... It's a feminist movement. It's a feminist movement. And I, I kind of I realised afterwards I really shouldn't find it gross. Women expressing their sexuality I, as a woman, why did I find that gross? Because there are so many songs out there by men... Yeah, who are saying pretty much the exact same thing. The exact same thing, thing and sexualising their body and what they want to do to women in songs. But that's fine. No one blinks an eye. Mm. So why did I, as a woman instantly kind of cringe and like I think it's because it's like such a taboo subject like yeah no one talks about it very openly and if they do it's just about guys and you know and it's not so much as we don't as women I mean I do with my close friends talk about our bodies like just in like a really dnm Mm. context but it's not so projected and projected in the Mm. media and it's more like Oh, if a girl talks about her body or something, it's gross, and mm. it's should you shouldn't talk about that. That's gross. You're a woman. You're a lady. Stop. Yeah, you should be a lady. Pure. I think it was a really. It's actually a really good, funny. It's almost funny, and it's 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 strong. It's powerful video and song. Like when you realize it's just like you get into it, you're like, you know what? That's that's cool. That is cool that women have just kind of drawn embrace the embrace themselves. Embrace themselves. Drawn the I don't give a crap card <laughs> crap <laughs> I don't give a shit what anyone thinks basically and I, I think it's great I I asked my mum the other day I was like mum have you heard of the the WAP have you heard of that song for any context our mother's name is Vicky <laughs> she's uh 55 and 54 54 sorry no she's she, she might not want that ad <laughs> she's 21 she's 21 <laughs> I tried to show my mum that song where I I just I tried to tell her about it and I told her what it meant and she goes oh she was like that's a bit, that's a bit, oh, very rude. And I thought, well, that's why it's not for you, Vic. <laughs> not your generation. Yeah. <laughs> but it is interesting how different people react. I wouldn't um, say our generations. mom, our mom isn't really a Karen. She's not a Karen, she's but a she's Karen. just from that generation yeah. where it is taboo. Mm. And I even asked my mum, I was like, did you and your friends ever talk about like your sexuality or things with your friends? Did you talk about the deed with your, <laughs> you know, with with your friends? Did you talk about boyfriends in depth and things? And no, they didn't. Mm. It wasn't. It wasn't it's a thing. It's just so taboo. It's so taboo. It's so. It's got to be, you know, kept in the in the bedroom. <laughs> but I think that's that's actually a positive thing about our yeah, generation. I think it's more just more open. Yeah, it's just kind of like how you grow up. 
So we have a game called When I Grow Up. Mm-hmm. We're going to guess what we thought each other were going to be when we grow up. What we thought we wanted to wanted do. Wanted to do when yes. we grow up. Um, can I go first? Yeah, go for it. I honestly, I remember you talking about how you wanted to be a disability worker. Yeah, that was because I, I was in primary school and I had a friend who actually had a disability worker as her helper. Like mm-hmm. I had a friend who had a disability and I admired like her disability worker. I really admired her admired as a the, person. Yeah. The patience and the yeah. time and effort. Yeah. What about what about me? I thought me <laughs> you were going to be a hairdresser. You worked in like Georgia vol- volunteered. You never got paid. No. <laughs> she worked in our friend's hairdressing salon and just like swept up hair and braided yeah. people's hair and made them cups of tea. You never actually cut hair because you yeah. weren't qualified. Put some hair in some you know Ziploc bags to yeah. clone them later. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that's what you wanted to be for a while, wasn't it? Yes, I wanted to. Um, I wanted to. I was really into braiding at one stage when I was like 14. I, I, you know how a braid, a normal braid is three strands, right? I must, like, for some reason, I, uh, as a kid, I was an overachiever, right? Okay. Um, sure, sure. With, with braids, normal braids, you have a three-strand braid. I could do a five-strand braid, like using five strands. Like it looked like a, your head was a woven basket. It like, looks so shit. It, lo- it looked very cool. Are it you kidding It looked like a bird's nest on the back of your head. You must be picturing. No, okay. Georgia put Georgia um, actually braided hair at the markets for like $2 a braid. Yeah. And um, no it. one picked the five-strand braid because it we looked like a bird's nest on the back of the head. Uh, we won't talk about the OH&S issues that were involved in that. Um, yeah, me mitts. using one hairbrush on <laughs> <laughs> every kid that came in. That's so funny. Um, you made like a good 40 bucks though. Oh, I did. $2 a braid. $2 a braid. Bargain. I wanted to be that for a while, but then I also wanted to be a vet nurse for a while. <laughs> then I realised vet nurses have to put animals down and I didn't. I just thought, you know and what? And they no. have to, you know, actually, you know, get Inject. an HR in school. But yeah. <laughs> Don't you have to do well in school? Oh, no. Not for me. Not um, for us. No. <laughs> Personally, when I was a kid, both of our parents are teachers and I just thought that careers were genetic. Hereditary. So, hereditary. I just thought... Oh, yeah, both of my parents are teachers. I'm just going to be a teacher. Like, mm. because my both of my parents were teachers, like, one wasn't, you know, a doctor and then one was a teacher, I thought, yep, both parents always have to have the same job and then their kids have the same job. It's just yeah. how it works. I remember it was a episode on Wizards of Waverly Place yeah. that in the wizard world, people were named after what their parents wanted them to be as they're older so there was like this girl and her name was tutor and she was a tutor and then there was a guy and he was named butcher but he was like a dog walker so sometimes they would they'd name them oh. but he wouldn't he wouldn't be the, the let's right hope he, name let's hope he take, took the dogs home after work yeah <laughs> <laughs> so. yeah so i thought it was hereditary because of that was the way life with place <laughs> episode um i heard that guilt laugh there lily <laughs> <laughs> uh, what does a career look like for a YouTuber? What do you actually do day to day, Georgia? That's a very good question. Not many people ask that. Honestly, my day to day life is pretty boring. <laughs> pretty boring. <laughs> I work from home, and um, so I've actually had had to recently 
over the last like um, six months, I've had to drive, like get up in the morning, early-ish, <laughs> trying to be. I really she puts need... an alarm on for eight o'clock. Yeah, I'm going to wake up. And she like starts fresh every month. She's like, yes, I'm waking up at eight o'clock going for a run and then I'm going to, you know, edit and film. And oh. then I wake up and I go to school and she's still in bed at 8.30 <laughs> or 9 o'clock. Like. But I've been getting up and I have actually been driving into town to a nice place like either near the beach or the lake or something to script because – for for script a long time, your videos. to script my videos. Sorry, uh, a lot of YouTubers, um, you know, they'll just turn on the camera and film, like uh, just like improvise because I do vlogs. Yeah. yeah, but with mine, um, they have, they're structured, they're they're thought out. I mean, not that yours aren't, Lil. It, they have to. I'm a perfectionist, and the the type of videos I make are very different. It's um, comedy. Comedy. I mean, whether it's funny or not is totally your opinion. opinion. <laughs> um, but <laughs> they're like they're skitches. Skitches. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what are they called? I again? tried to say skit, Sket? but then Sket. I looked at you. Sketches. Skits or sketches. Right. That's the one. Skit is a skit. It's a skit. The skits. Yes. <laughs> um, so it has to be more thought out and that you know, you have to have a script ready. Um and that's honestly the longest mm. the longest part of making a video for me is a script because I'm not someone who can sit at a table um, at a computer for a long amount of time without getting distracted. Yeah, you'll go on your phone and, like, we have it's group chats that, with some of our friends and George's like, yeah, I'm going to script. And then she's, like, <laughs> ranting on the group chat, videoing herself on Snapchat, like, guys, oh, my God, like, I just saw, like, a guy walking a dog. And I'm like, Georgia, you're supposed to be scripting. And every yeah. five minutes you're on the Snapchat I know, chat. I know, but it's not just my phone. It's just my brain. Like, yeah. I'll be... Um, ADHD things. <laughs> with, with scripts, it's like there's a lot of just stopping and thinking thinking about what to write next and with that my brain could go in all different directions but we won't get into that but yeah that's that's my day is usually either me driving to town scripting or me staying at home filming or editing yeah um and I usually have a little like I go to my sushi train and I get my char time I try not to do it too often because it's money money and not that healthy not that healthy even though I I try to convince myself sushi's healthy the, the type of sushi I get um, has mayo slothered, slothered on it. Is slothered? It slothered. Yeah, yeah. What are we doing today? <laughs> Our brains are farting all over the place. <laughs> Skitches. Skitches. <laughs> Skitches and slothered. Yeah. We're making a dictionary on G-Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> My day-to-day life is a bit, you know, I just go to school and I come home and I either go to dance or I do editing. To be honest, I don't do a lot of homework at home. I really should. Yeah, so I come home. And I don't do homework because I do them in my free periods because I can't do homework at home. I just stay unmotivated. Yeah. Yeah. Because at home is a relaxing place, yeah. a sanctuary, yes. if you will. So YouTube for me kind of looks a bit different because obviously I vlog, I don't really script. So mm. if we're going somewhere, if we're meeting up with friends, recently I just filmed a girl's trip to Nelson Bay. When did you realise making YouTube videos was your job and not just a hobby? I started making videos when I was 13. I've already mentioned this. But it didn't kind of take off until about 2017. And by take off, I mean I got about 100,000 followers. And, and to me, that that's still a lot of people. It was at this point where my parents were like, you know what? This could be a job. This could genuinely be something that she could pursue and earn money from. And we don't have to worry about our child anymore. Yay. <laughs> Dad um, told us like literally like a week ago. He was like, I was so worried about Georgia. <laughs> he was like, I just. Excuse me. He did not tell me that. Oh, lol. <laughs> he told <Continue>. me. <laughs> no, I feel like we're going to have a family debacle about this later. Is that a word? <laughs> debacle? Debacle. Oh, That's my God. The one. amount of words we're making up today. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
It is a word, but uh, yeah, Dad. Well, Dad was just because you would never, you know. Georgia has ADHD, and it, okay, um, but stop bringing it back to that. No, okay. Well, <laughs> yeah, it's not a big deal, but it, she it wrote did, a book about it. It did slow me down yeah. in school, and so it was a ge- school was just never really a thing. It was a genuine struggle at school, and I know yeah. a lot of people who don't have it like to think that it's an excuse. Mm-hmm. But I'm here to tell you right now, I was professionally diagnosed with it. I took medication for it when I was younger. You still do. I mm-hmm. take medication for anxiety now, not so much ADHD. but it's a genuine genuine struggle and for anyone who has it I understand your struggle and there's just there was a lot of times in the classroom I would actually break down and cry just because I could not keep up with the teacher's um, instructions and just what he was saying Um, my brain was five steps behind all the time and I couldn't do anything about it (laughs) as much as I tried but I think it really has helped you like it's not like in school it didn't help but with your job it is honestly, like, I helped. think it has helped so much. You're so quirky. Like, you know, there's every now and then. If you keep using that word, it loses the definition. <laughs> I think there's just, like, there's times where I'm just, like, no one else would just do think that. Think that way. No, no, just yeah. no one else would do that. Like, George is just the type of person to be, like, squirrel. Like, <laughs> we'll be talking about, <laughs> I'll be genuinely invested in a conversation, like, asking for George's advice. She'll be like, do you think we should get burritos tonight? And I'll be like, Georgia, I was asking you about the podcast. Like, you yeah. know, your, your mind Squirrel. wanders. <laughs> and I think that honestly helps you in a YouTube yeah. context that you but go on tangents and you're very quick. You yes. Know? But when it started turning into a job and not a hobby was definitely year 12. Mm. And then after school, um, it was I was earning money. So I kind of literally just went straight into YouTube. I've never had a normal job. I've never had a retail job, um, yeah. a part-time job, nothing. Um, and I that's have. something... And Lily has, and mm. that is something I feel like I skipped a step in life. I feel mm. like I, I, sh- I should have had that experience. Kind of went to a full-time job pretty quickly. Yeah, yeah, because I there's times where I feel like I take it a bit for granted and I need to remember how lucky I am that I have the job I have. Yeah, I think that I personally... Well, I, sorry. <laughs> personally, <laughs> I've had, I think, three different jobs before YouTube. Um, I worked at a neighbour's little food store um, for a while and then I worked at a cake decorating supply store oh my god that was such a bad job it's so funny how you had to explain to everyone that it wasn't a cake decorating shop it was a cake decorating supply store supply store store. no cakes went in and out no and it was the worst job i've ever had it was in a warehouse i haven't named the place so it's fine no legal legal reasons here (laughs) so it was a 40 degree day and i was working in a tin shed it was a warehouse a tin shed there was no air conditioning or actually there was but it didn't work at all so there was this massive tin shed and there was a little room up the top of the tin shed hot air rises I almost fainted it was oh it was just the worst job and I had to package a 40 kilo bag of cake mix into 500 kilo baggages my god oh it was the worst job and then I've also worked at a news agency and I really actually liked that job that was before YouTube but you've chosen to go to university now so how'd you pick that why so I love YouTube and YouTube is something I love to do um, and it's something that I see working right now YouTube for me works right now I'm a teenager I'm relevant I'm um, relatable but I just think that for me I don't see myself being relevant you know at 30 years old I can't be making the same content I'm making at the moment you know like I vlog girls trips I vlog drunk nights with friends I, I'm just not going to be doing that when I'm 30 am yeah. I you know 
So for me, going to university is more of a longevity thing and I've actually chosen, uh, I've applied for a few different courses. I applied for psychology because I really love giving people advice and obviously (laughs) it's unsolicited advice. I have no qualifications to give any legal advice. Um, I just love helping people and from someone who comes from a background of, you know, I've had experience with mental health um, issues and things like that I want to help other people who have been in the similar situations to me so I actually see a psychologist myself and um she you know being able to relate to your client like with the same like having the same issues really helps and so that's something I'm so interested in and I'm really excited to mm-hmm. apply for that but I've also also applied for communication so like yeah. it'll help me in like the media side of things because I've always seen myself you know working behind the scenes of YouTube rather than on the screen you know when I'm older yeah so I'm really excited that I applied for uni and I think it's more for me it's just like a lot of people will be like oh but you know psychology is like a six to eight year course and I'm like but for me that doesn't matter because I'm still going to be working through that like I'm still going to be doing YouTube yeah I'm still going to be doing like the podcast and stuff like it's just something to do on the back burner you know the thing is I don't think YouTube will be around in 10 years Mm. or that's that's the scary thing because I and I've had a few cries about this about just the future or even if my views drop by maybe five percent or something I I get scared I'm like oh this is the end I'm I'm becoming becoming irrelevant irrelevant. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, people people don't like me anymore oh my god um and I freak out because this is what I have and this is the only thing I'm good at and it's not the only thing well one of the hey, only things you're I'm claymations. Oh, shush. <laughs> Georgie used to make clay figurines and do stop motions with them. Your yeah. chibi dolls. Che- my chibi dolls. <laughs> there were these Mom, like clay dolls, dolls that she used to make. They were called chibi dolls. Yeah. He made like Justin Bieber and like Beyonce. Just, yeah. When he had the swoosh hair. Um, <laughs> anyway. But no, there's not much um, else I'm good at. And I mean, <laughs> I mean that. I'm, I just don't know if I could do any other kind of job. Uh, job, job. A real job, um, and it scares me. And I, I, there is a fear of becoming irrelevant because there is always new people popping up, new creators, yeah, um, younger, new trends, new younger and, and more attractive people popping up. <laughs> right, Noah Beck. Noah oh. Beck. <laughs> um, but honestly, in thirty years, thirty. Oh shit. 30, in ten years, I I can still see myself doing YouTube, but very different stuff. Mm. Either I'd be doing comedy that is aimed towards 30 year olds like people my yeah. age like lol parenting <laughs> lol this is parenting my, i don't think you'll have a baby when you're 30 i i mean i want to when, at least 30 yeah. like at least have a baby or something so like, like you'll still be a child yourself at 30 exactly well there, there we, that's <laughs> the thing i don't know or i'll be making those mum videos the Toddler videos. Making lunch for my kids. Have you seen yeah, that yeah, yeah, on yes. TikTok? Let's make lunch for my kids. kids. And she's like making this gourmet like yeah. chicken and just a lasagna. Yeah, with with herbs from just my my backyard that I grew <laughs> for months. Yeah. Just just truffle truffle <laughs> truffle fermented truffle. lasagna. <laughs> I grew for six months in the ground yeah. out back. My cha- my, my child. little darlings. My my, my cherubs. <laughs> my cherubs. That'll be you there. And she gives them like three goldfish. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, like some goldfish for just a little just, treat. Just a snack. And like three. It's just three. I'm like, when, I'd eat the whole packet. When you said goldfish, I instantly thought of Eloise Crystal Blue. <laughs> <laughs> so if you'd listened to our last podcast, you would have heard the story about my fish. I just instantly thought of three dead fish 
in, in a, in a <laughs> lunchbox. <laughs> Why? In a sushi. So speaking of things you want to be when you grow older, like a parent, yeah. what, was, what was something you might have wanted to do if you weren't doing YouTube or a job, a job right now that you would do? Right now, I'd still probably be working in the news agency. Yeah. I actually had to quit that job to pursue YouTube, which was a bit scary at the time. I yeah. was like, I don't know if this YouTube thing is going to work and – I was <laughs> losing my job and, yeah. yeah, it was a bit scary. Obviously, I'm still at home. And I have, you know, financial support. It's mm. not like I was living on my own, but, yeah, it was scary to do that. But I think if I wasn't, like, my dream job would be, mum always says this. She goes, I want to be on Getaway. <laughs> now, if now if you don't know what Getaway is, yeah. it's like a travel show for, like, 50-year-old women. Getaway. Get, like, Getaway. Yeah, yeah, it's like that. Um, and mum watches it on, a, like, a Friday night with a glass of red wine. And um, It's funny because she doesn't know that there are literally videos on YouTube yeah. of, like, travel videos like that. That, that, that so are, much better. That looks so much better. <laughs> but, yeah, I think I'd want to be something like that, like a travel influencer. Like, you know, I you know, I am some kind of influencer, but I'd love to just travel for work. I think it would be amazing. Mm. Like, um, Go to the Greek islands. Yes. Fair days. <laughs> yes, I feel like every travel influencer is, in, yeah. like, permanently in Greece. Mm. But, um, yeah. Yeah, like Gypsy Lust and them, those people. Like, oh, don't know who that is. Oh, she's oh, well. a beautiful travel influencer. I think she just had a baby. Mm. Yeah, just any any job I could travel would be my dream job, but obviously very hard to, to get into. What about you? Yeah, look, I honestly don't know. I, there's nothing else I want to do. There really isn't. Mm. Um, is there any, like, other goals or aspirations you have for your YouTube career? I would really like to, to, be, like to start acting. Or Ooh. to like, like if you, YouTube Red series. If YouTube wasn't a thing, maybe. Ooh, if YouTube wasn't it. a thing, I think I would want to try to. And I, I don't know how I would get into it because I feel like YouTube is literally the only thing that would possibly get me into that kind of um, business. But yeah, that would be a really, really good. I've always loved behind the scenes of movies. That's just something I always watch. Every time I watch a movie, I have yeah, to go you and watch, watch the behind the scenes. scenes. Um, I just love how movies are made, um, the magic of it, magic of movies. I remember you, when you got obsessed with Harry Potter, you still oh. are, but you were like, I just want to be Rod Weasley and Hermione Granger and be in the b- behind the scenes and you're watching all of it and just I wanting just, to be on the set. I, went, oh, I just want to be on the set, yeah. see how it was all made. Yeah. It was so cool. So now we're going to answer some listener questions. We've got a question here. We've got here. a question here. It says, have you ever thought of creating a combined YouTube channel? I'm going to answer that one. No. No. No, <laughs> no not really. No. Honestly. Um, Our styles are just so different. Like I do vlogs and George is scripted. Georgia and Lily. <laughs> and then I'm just trying to, like, I turn on the camera half the time not knowing what I'm even going to say. And I'm like, oh, hi, guys. Like, I'm just very unscripted and all over the place. And Georgia's very scripted and comedy. It's just two very different styles. Yeah. And I think it'd be very hard to combine them. Like, and that's also something that Lily really hates is when people compare us. It's not something I hate. I think it's just something I'm used to now. But I do... Like, it's hard when everything I do gets compared to you. You mm. know, there's not one video or a TikTok or a photo that I get posted. It's not like, oh, my God, you look so much like Georgia. Oh, my God, um, you said this, you made this face, and you just look like Georgia. Maybe oh my because God. we were brought up in the same household. Maybe because we're <laughs> genetically related. Yeah. Like, you look so much like – she looks so much like Georgia here. Oh. Um, <laughs> I never get you look like sisters. Lily. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> So it's not something mm. that like really irks me. Like I live with it, but like you know, I mean, to be honest, Lily, you co- you cop it well. You mm. cope with it well. If it was the other end, I would have a sook 
all the time about it. I'd be like, <laughs> I'm my own person. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, like, I'm George's sister, but I'm also Lily. Like, I don't yeah. really care. I think and that every, you know, younger child or younger sibling will always get compared. Oh, Matt, it's Matt's little brother, you know. Like, yeah, yeah. It, just, it just so happens that it's on a larger scale because yeah. I'm on the internet. So the next question we have is, did people treat you differently at school once you got big on YouTube? Um, Honestly... No, because I didn't really get big until I left school. Um, people definitely, you know, had, had a their bit of say. had a bit had their say. They had a bit of banter. They had things to say about me. They called you produce. They called me produce <laughs> <laughs> instead of production. Prodge at the end of it, it turned into prodge. Honestly, though, yeah, I I did have my fair share of teasing, but honestly. I, I, and I get a lot of, like, young people, like, 14-year-old girls come to me like, Georgia, I'm getting teased at school. People watch my videos in class. What do I do? And they always seem to come to the same conclusion, delete the videos, which is so silly because if, if that's something you're enjoying and that's something you feel like you're good at and you're actually really enjoying, nothing should stop you and I know that it might be a bit like in your face to watch your classmates watch your videos in class literally just laugh along with them be like oh guys thanks for the view like thanks for the view you just, just kind of paid me five cents yeah you just oh. paid me five cents like kind of throw it back in their face and just like literally laugh it off don't show them that it bothers you because mm. I copped that too and I didn't let it bother me and look where I am today if yeah. I had deleted those videos and I if I had let the teasing get to me I wouldn't, wouldn't have, have job. this job and if you enjoy it literally because it's just different people like to make fun of you like anything I I feel like it's literally anything say if it's like a, I don't know if, it, if this is it now but like boys doing ballet when I was young was different it was weird which I don't think it is anymore but and they got teased which but they kept doing it and now they're literally our a, cousin is on the um Canadian ballet. Canadian ballet, literally in um, professional ballet. <laughs> Anything that's different, I think, is always going to be like, oh, like controversial. So for me, starting YouTube was obviously a bit easier because I got followers quite quickly because everyone knew me as George's sister and I had a couple followers on Instagram. So me starting was, I was so nervous and I was so scared about what people were going to think of me. And I think honestly, YouTube has helped me to stop caring about what people think so much. So yeah. I'm so grateful for it. But starting was so scary for me. When I first uploaded my first video, I was so scared about what people were going to think. I don't think I even posted anything on my story because yeah. I didn't want my Instagram friends. I thought about blocking them all on my Instagram story because I was so scared what they were going to think of it. And I put it up and all my friends were quite supportive of it. But, um, yeah. you know, some of the guys at school would be like, oh, Lily Grace. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh bit of banter here. Uh, subscribe. Someone's doing something different. And um, I give some shit for it. And I started on Instagram with some brand deals. I remember I had a brand deal and it was like, use code Lily for 20% oh, off. And then everyone gave a shit for Everyone was like, use code Lily, use code Lily. So then I got it on my year 12 jersey. And that was a slap back in their in face. Their, in their face. Because I took it as a joke and yeah. I took it on the chin because, to be honest, I was getting paid. Like, <laughs> And I was proud of it. And, you know, my first brand deal was very cringe. I didn't know how to talk to a camera. But at the end of the day, now all my friends are very supportive and really proud of me. And I had the most amazing supportive friends who are happy to be in videos. And, yeah, I, I'm just so glad that I actually started and got over the fact of, oh, what are people going to think? Yeah, and because, that's yeah. – the, you handled it well. That's the way you should yeah. handle it. Got it hey, on my right, year 12 jersey. <laughs> write it out with confidence and laugh – 
laugh with them. It's yeah. it's hard to explain, but literally just slap it back in their face and like put turn it around. Use it as a use it as a joke. Um, and the thing is, it's okay to laugh at yourself like every now and then, especially when you upload your first few videos. People will take the Mickey out of you. Um, the Mickey. The Mickey. <laughs> I never heard that one before. Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. Come inside. <laughs> it's fun inside. Sorry. <laughs> Focus. <laughs> um, but it is just something that is. It's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. But you gotta expect it and ride it out with confidence and people will lose interest. And if it's soon. something you really want to do, you just kind of got yeah. to give your all. Yeah, exactly. There you go, some free advice for you. Didn't have to pay $25 for an ebook. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think that wraps up our podcast. Mm-hmm. Thank you so episode much for three. listening. Episode three. Going on the home stretch here. Mm. Kidding. We have um, a lot more episodes to come. Yeah. I hope you're excited. If you're wanting to follow our YouTube channels, um, you can find me at Georgia Productions. And, and at Lily Grace. If you'd like to get your question on the podcast, just record yourself asking a question on your phone and email the recording to gthanks at thisisamplified.com. And make sure to tune in to see if your question got in. And follow us on Spotify. Mm-hmm. Thanks, everyone. Thank you. Bye. G Thanks is a Spotify original podcast hosted by Georgia and Lily Grace, created in collaboration with Amplify. Our executive producer for Spotify is Leah Harris, and for Amplify, our producer is Michelle Melky. Original music by Tamara Violet Partridge, and our show is recorded and mixed at Amplify Studios. Follow, Follow and listen, listen for free only on Spotify. Spotify.